Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag Program, happening in your neighborhood today. Shot in the dark! Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here, and I am live from the BDE Tower in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, for this episode. So let's get right down to it, shall we? AW Dark Elevation. Hikaru Shida defeated Erica Lee. Shida came out with two titles here, as they call her, two belt Shida, being the Regina DeWave champion, as well as one half of the Ice Ribbon Tag Team Champions. And she gets to win here pretty quickly with the Katana. Lance Archer defeated Papa Don. Plenty of Papa John jokes here from Paul White and Daddy Magic Matt Menard. Papa Don gave a little bit more offense than expected, but Archer was able to hit the blackout for the win. Emi Sakura defeated Trish Adora. Nice fast-paced match here with Adora giving Sakura a little bit of offense until Sakura hit her double underhook into a backbreaker for the pen. The varsity athletes, Josh Woods and Tony Nese, defeated Action Andretti and Miles Hawkins. Uh, we'll be seeing a bunch of Andretti here and more to come on the next segment. Nice pinned Hawkins after hitting their neckbreaker angle slam combo move that definitely needs a name. Now that they're the varsity athletes, I'm pretty sure they can think of something creative. Varsity bomb, I don't care. Give it a name. Now the Rose defeated Jordan Blade with a top rope knee onto the ropes here in her hometown of Washington, D.C. Got a pretty good reaction. Dalton Castle and the boys defended the Ring of Honor six-man tag team championships. Uh, against Goldie, Brett Waters, and Logan LaRue. Brett Waters has the nickname of Wet Brett Waters, and he has water all over him, so Dalton Castle gets a little bit disgusted when he tries to lock up with him. But he's able to pin Walters, uh, Waters after hitting the bangerang. In the main event here, Brandon Cutler defeated Serpentico. Cutler making his return here, I guess, from uh, the all-out scrum fiasco. So his first uh, first instance of anything Elite-related here is he comes out with the Being the Elite theme song and look at everything. So kind of interesting that they kept that whole look. Um, up, up until I'm sure the uh, the Young Bucks will be returning pretty soon as well. It's Cutler's first match since July and his first singles victory since February of 2021. He was able to spray Serpentico with the cold spray, uh, so I guess his mask didn't really do him any uh, protection. Luther was distracting a, distracting a referee during all this, and then Cutler hit the flying elbow drop for the win. 
and go to Tuesday's AEW Dark. This is also from Washington, D.C., as it was taped before Rampage. Lance Archer defeated Alec Odin. Um, the big Odin here was actually trying to fight off Archer, uh, powering him out a couple times, but Archer was able to stop him and hit the blackout for the win. Penelope Ford, Serena Deeb, and Jamie Hayter defeated Jordan Blade, Trisha Dora, and Brittany Blake. The winners all got their moves on at the very end, but Deeb is able to put the Serenity Lock on Adora to make her tap out. Hika Rashida defeated Marina Shafir. A pretty good match here. A uh, bunch of submission reversals. Uh, Shida escaped out of Greedy. She hit the Falcon Arrow and the Katana for the win. Brian Cage defeated Papa Don with the Drill Claw. We get a quick video from Zach Clayton, who says that now he's officially signed to AEW. And he tells anybody to step up and face him. So I'm sure we'll be seeing a little bit more of Clayton in the time to come. Athena defeated Gia Scott here. Scott got a lot of offense, but Athena was able to come back and hit the O-Face for the win. QT Marshall defeated Action Andretti. Uh, the start of this match had kind of like a promo, like, that kind of reminded me of the current angle John Cena one, where he's like, what's your name? And then Action Andretti is trying to get the crowd behind them, and he did. Um, so it totally got behind them, and he really impressed me here. Uh, a whole bunch of offensive moves, uh, flying moves, and everything. The crowd was really... Um, was really rooting for this kid, and then he kind of springboard off the ropes, but he re- he fell right into a cutter by QT for the win. And I guess we can kind of skip ahead later on the show. They had a, a video package for Andretti. He said he's 24 years old from Philadelphia. Uh, he's hurting from his match a little bit with QT. Uh, he got the better of him, but he has more fight in him, and he thanks all the fans for having his back. So I, I'm, I have a pretty strong feeling we'll be seeing more of this action Andretti kid. Dalton Castle and the boys defeated Joe Keys, Josh Fuller, and BK Klein. Fun match here with Castle hitting the bangerang for the win. Kip Sabian defeated Brandon Cutler. A bunch of comedy spots here involved in that box and the cold spray. Um, he should have just put the box on his head. And that way he wouldn't get the cold spray in his face. But unfortunately, he didn't. But he still got the win here as he hit a headbutt and a suplex off the ropes for the win. Tony Storm defeated Emi Sakura. And this is an eliminator uh, match for the AEW Interim Women's Championship. Good match here from both women. Storm was able to come through the adversity and hit the strong zero for the win. And the main event here, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel defeated the factories Aaron Solo and Cole Carter with Martin hitting the nosedive. We go to Impact Wrestling. This is the go-home show for Balfour Glory. We had Juice Robinson defeated Alex Zane with the Rock Slide. Frankie Kazarian defeated Kenny King. First ever one-on-one match with these two, considering their history in TNA. But Kazarian got the submission victory with the chicken wing. Mia Yim defeated Giselle Shaw. We had Mickey James on commentary for this one, as she'll be facing off against Yim at Bound for Glory. That show did happen. Check out the report on postwrestling.com, as well as the post show with me and John Pollock. Fun match here with Yim hitting the Eat Defeat out of nowhere for the win. We get a video that looked like a produced uh, vignette for Killer Kelly, but it actually ends up with her being jumped by Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans. So you don't really see like these produced videos that kind of get interrupted. Brian Myers was getting into the face of Bupinder Gujar backstage, but they get interrupted by security. Um... As we had another one of those Violent by Design yellow hoodie minions kind of in the background. So that's kind of like their thing going on here. Myers then tries to have a conversation with Delirious, which uh, didn't really go too well. And then kind of just walks off backstage saying uh, nobody can take his title uh, at his open challenge, which he actually was correct as Dirty Dango did not take the championship from him. Steve Macklin defeated Moose. Sammy Callahan was a special guest referee for here. But he kind of acted all nonchalant. He didn't want to make the three counts. Uh, And then Macklin was actually busted open pretty quickly here. Bleeding all over the place. Callahan, uh, he... Counted the pinfalls really slow, and Moose had the match won, but he gave him and Macklin both the Cactus Driver 97s, and then Macklin kind of fell on top of Moose, so Callahan did make the count for the win. We see a segment here with Joe Henry and some Impact talent backstage, and this is where Henry announced that he would get the final spot in the Call Your Shot gauntlet match, and they all kind of dance and sing away. Jessica and Taya Valkyrie 
uh, defeated Johnny Swingers Swingerellas here. Really quick match here. Jessica gets the quick pin after hitting her version of the Rikishi driver that she calls the Sikishi driver. Unfortunately, that name didn't stick around too long. Alex Shelley defeated Matt Taven with the Shell Shock after some failed interference from Mike Bennett and Maria. Uh, this might be the last that we see of um, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven and even Maria here in Impact as uh, they might be showing up some other places sometime soon. You can only hope. We see footage of after Josh Alexander's interview on Outside the Ropes. Eddie Edwards came in and tried to cause a little bit of issues. His wife, Leisha, got in between them and said that he's gone too far and either this ends or their relationship does. And the show ends with a contract signing between Masha Slamovich and Jordan Grace. It seemed like it was going to end peacefully, but then Masha says something in Russian. And then she says she's going to kill Grace. And then they started fighting and she attacked her and she ended up putting Grace through the table with the snowplow. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. We go to Women of Wrestling. We have a semifinal match in the Wild Tag Team Title Tournament as the Tonga Twins defeated Princess Aussie and Tiki Chamorro with a double Samoan drop. Um... Not really sure what these brackets are. I feel like every week there's just some sort of first-round match or semi-final match. They haven't really uh, explained it too much. We go to Randy Rara and Coach Campanelli against BK Rhythm and Jesse Jones. This is actually supposed to be a one-on-one match between Randy and BK. BK did her little freestyle, talking trash, not quite Max Caster levels. But Jesse Jones comes out and says that she's looking for a partner in the tag team tournament. So she asks BK, and then Coach Campanelli comes out. This becomes a tag team match where Campanelli rolls up at BK for the win. Reina Del Rey defeated Leia Makoa with a power slam in a pretty dominant fashion here. And after the match, Reina said that she's going to come after the Beast and the WoW world title, which she did in the following match as the Beast defeated Tormenta, also known as Chick Tormenta, uh, Luchador from Triple uh, A. And the Beast wins by disqualification here as uh, Reina Del Rey comes in quickly and causes the DQ, fin- the DQ finish in a couple minutes here as all three women brawl to end the show. NWA USA, we have a special surge episode presented by the Fixers that has the now-defeated Eric Jackson and Jaden Newman. After hitting Ticket to Now, Newman making his debut. He has appeared in GCW as well as Beyond Wrestling. The Country Gentleman defeated Gustavo and Red Titus. Joe Ocasio defeated Fodder. Fodder's making his debut in NWA. He has been in Control Your Narrative as well as AEW Dark. And the last match here had the Spectaculars defeated Miserably Faithful, who didn't have Sinister Minister in the corner for this match. NWA Power has the Hex defeated Natalia Markova and Taryn Terrell, with Allison pinning Terrell after the hit Hex marks the spot. 
Question mark number two. So this is actually not Rodney Mack, but a different question mark defeated Casey Rocks. Aaron Stevens was in Rocks' corner during the match, but then he kind of was like just eating pizza and just talking trash on the mic. So he obviously didn't want to be there. He was complaining about question mark two stealing the gimmick that he owns. But question mark is able to get the win here with the Mongrovian spike. We have a triple threat number one contenders match for the uh, national title as Dak Draper defeated through Billy Silas and Chris Adonis. Pitting Silas after hitting the Magnum KO, so he will now fight Sion at Hard Times 3 in New Orleans. And the main event here, Kylan King defeated Taya Valkyrie with the Excalibur Buster in a number one contenders match, so I'm sure she'll be facing Camille at Hard Times as well. We go to NXT Level Up. This was actually Nigel McGuinness's last show for WWE for the time being here, as he did commentary with Matt Camp. We had Indy Hartwell defeated Sloan Jacobs. This is Jacobs' first singles match since June, but Indy is able to get her win back. Uh, with a spine buster. So it looks like her run in the level up has come to an end as she finally appeared back on NXT this week. Miles Bourne defeated Goober Raj. Bourne gets his first singles victory here in NXT after hitting a flat liner for the pin. Fallon Henley and Sol Ruka defeated a- Ariana Grace and Kiana James. Uh, Fallon Henley and Sol Ruka, pretty good team here. They need a tag team name, maybe like Surf and Turf Express or something. I don't know. Henley gets the pin here on Grace after hitting the Shining Wizard as Ruka was holding back James. New Japan Strong, we had Shota Yumino making his New Japan Strong debut here, defeated QT Marshall. Good match from both of these guys, but Shota is able to stop him after hitting the Death Rider for the pin. Danny Limelight and Kratos come out and put a challenge to Aussie Open, who come out and accept him, so I'm sure we'll be seeing that match soon. Renderita and Juice Robinson, so this match started um, and really quick right away. Juice comes out and attacks Narita as he's making his entrance, and then he hit him with the bell ring, and then Narita was just... Bleeding all over the place here. Uh, so the match was ended as a disqualification with Narita getting the win. But then they just restarted the match. It made a no disqualification match, which Ren Narita was able to win by submission with an Escalara stretch that looked pretty vicious. This match was insane. We saw a different side of Narita here, a uh, really more violent side of him. And then uh, commentary was mentioning how there was blood all over the place, including the announcers themselves. So I hope they got cleaned up. The main event here, Jay White and Carl Anderson of the Bullet Club defeated Homicide and Willie Yuta. Is this the last time we see Carl Anderson? Who knows what's going on with him? Showing up on Raw, showing up on New Japan. He's all over the place. Tom Lawler joined commentary for this match, and he got into a little bit of a scuffle with Homicide during the match when they were close to his table. And the finish of the match was Lawler uh, distracting Homicide, and then hit uh, Jay White hit him with the switchblade for the win. And then after the match, Lawler attacked Homicide, and then Yuta came in for the save. The West Coast Wrecking Crew came out, Shota Yumino came out, they all started brawling. But Team Filthy and Bullet Club, who had the um, advantage here, they took over. And then Jay White started talking trash about John Moxley, as well as Eddie Kingston. And he kind of teased having a match against Kingston at the upcoming New Japan show that's going to take place in Times Square at the end of October. So, something to look forward to. On main event, we have Dana Brooke defeated Fallon Henley, making her main event debut as Brooke cut out a uh, cut a promo before the match with an open challenge, and Henley accepted it. But Brooke is able to get the pin on Henley after dodging her and rolling her up with a sunset flip. But Henley looked pretty impressive here on her first main roster match. And after the match, Brooke kind of helped her up here. And then we have Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs also making their debut here, defeating R-Truth and Shelton Benjamin as R-Truth and Shelton Benjamin were not on the same page for this match. WWE Network Editions of the Week, Progress Chapter 142, which had Millie McKenzie, formerly of NXT UK, making her progress return, as well as Aussie Open and Violence is Forever, as well as another episode of ICW Fight Club. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Shout out, John Cena! <laughs> 
Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.